read and hear more about important news, events, and public policy debates at ncnewsline.com. This is News and Views. Welcome back to News and Views. I'm Rob Schofield. Hunger. Ever since congressional Republicans refused to renew key anti-poverty initiatives that President Biden launched during the pandemic, it's been on the rise in many places in our country. It's a maddening state of affairs that deserves all of our attention. One person, however, that's long been doing something about this situation is Turquoise Parker, a teacher at Durham's Lakewood Elementary School. Over the last several years, Parker's response to the needs of an individual family for food over a Christmas holiday has morphed into a large and growing volunteer program that helps provide free and nutritious food to scores of low-income children and their families over the winter and spring breaks. And recently I sat down with Mrs. Parker to learn more about her efforts and how interested people can support the effort. Well, Turquoise Parker, welcome back to News and Views. Good to have you back with us. Happy holidays. I'm happy to be back. I realized as I was looking into this, this is the ninth food raiser that y'all have done since this program started. And I want to talk about how much was collected and given away this year. But if you wouldn't mind reminding our listeners how this whole idea got started. In 2015, when I was teaching at Eastway Elementary School, the winter break was probably three days away, two or three days away. And one of the families in my class, the mom came to see me at school and asked if I knew of a place that she could get food and gifts for the kids while school was closed because she knew that that time that school is closed, there is no breakfast or lunch being served. And there are two times a year where the food and nutrition departments for Durham Public Schools are not open. And that's Christmas break, winter break, and spring break. Any other time of the year in the summer, you can pretty much go by any site and get a free lunch and breakfast. But those two times a year, there's nothing. So I went home, talked to my husband. I knew he would say yes. He and I got everything together for that family. And my spirit was still really heavy because I know my kids. I know their families. That's why relationships are so important. And they are the whole reason that this movement, this vision that I didn't know I had is still thriving because of relationships. And in that moment, I knew that if one family is experiencing this and is trying to make this happen, then there are probably more. So within a couple of days, I sent text messages to as many people as I could. My friends in college, when we were in band, used to call those Turk alerts. <laughs> when I sent something, that meant that there's something really, really serious happening and we need to mobilize and get ready. So that was 2015 and it has become an every year, every year thing. Now, you posted a video on Facebook that shows the end result this year, bags and bags of groceries. That's a lot of hard work. Tell us how much was collected this year and what families will be taking home with them. That ends up to 5,230 bags of groceries. And one of my teammates for this, because I cannot do this alone, and I have to say that every time I get a chance that I cannot do this alone. We looked at the stats. So that is in total, the 5,230 bags, that is 36.3 tons of food. And that goes to 12 elementary schools in Durham Public Schools. Those specific schools are chosen based off of their free and reduced meal rates. 
and your husband called this a bodies game, and it takes dozens and dozens of volunteers who are willing to donate, get the food, pack the bags, deliver the bags, not to mention the cleanup. Uh, I trust you probably wouldn't mind giving a shout out to some of those folks. Oh, 100. So first, starting with my husband, he he's believed in this from the very first year. The first four years was so small that I had two college students come in and we knocked it out really fast because the donations were nowhere near what they are right now. Whenever we got to 2019 and we exploded to being able to cover three schools, that's when I had to send out the Turk alert. I need help, help. (laughs) And Donald is absolutely correct. This is a bodies game because you need a lot of people to pack up that much food. And you said it best, Rob, not even to mention the trash. The trash is definitely this year. We, we pack the food up in my school gym and the everyday trash that accumulates at school. That is a lot. And in the past, I was putting all of the trash in those four. But over time doing this every year, we start to refine our process. Mm -hmm. And this year we finally, it finally clicked to get our own dumpster. (laughs) So we rented, I think it was 17 feet, I think, dumpster so that we could have our own dumpster and we filled it to the brim. That's a beautiful part of the bodies game is we have people all over the place. You have people when you walk in the door, you see people at the front door who are putting empty bags on carts. And then you see some and then those people who are getting the carts, they're just moving the the assembly line, packing bags and taking theirs out to the U-Haul. And then you have the crew on the U-Haul who understand that it's 14, I think it's 14 bags across up top and on the bottom and then they can say like you need 14 rows and two packs from the top because that's for Eno Valley or or something like that or you need one whole truck and two rows you need all of those things to get everything to that school then you come inside you have one person who's working the cereal cutting them open ripping them apart getting them on there because the the game is move as fast as we can but so that we can maximize on the volunteers it is truly a body's game (laughs) and this year we had so many volunteers oh my gosh we're talking with turquoise parker who's a media coordinator at lakewood elementary school in durham about the amazing food raiser project she's been running for nine years now it's gotten a lot of attention this program outside of north carolina you were honored by president joe biden with a presidential lifetime achievement award which recognizes people across the country for serving their communities. It's got to be a pretty amazing feeling. It is unbelievable. I was surprised because these these types of honors, to me, happen to people who are older and much more accomplished than I am. And the list of people who were on that stage being honored that day, and I'm looking at myself saying, <laughs> what am I up here for? These people are, I mean incredible. I felt honored. I didn't really think I was supposed to be be up there because these people are so incredible and I'm a baby. (laughs) Maybe even more honors ahead and lots more good work to do in the decades to come, uh, I hope for you. You should note that the Bull City Food Raiser was not the only thing on your to-do list recently. You also got your Master's of Library Science, right? That must have been a pretty incredible feeling 
to do the food raiser and then walk for graduation. In the very next day, I oh am a, I am not sure. I don't know that I make good choices. I said, this is a, a, a bit much for you, but that's what a good team is for. It's a, it's cool. I was looking at the dates because we know the dates ahead of time. As soon as we get the calendar for Durham Public Schools, we can make the dates ahead of time. And I knew that I only had a few classes left in this semester. I was going to wrap up. So looking at graduation being on the night and then the food raiser end, we usually have it around this time. And I said, all right, this is a body's game. So I'm going to have to really be strategic with this one. <laughs> and we did it. I said we were going to end like late Friday night or, you know, I have to get there early Saturday and we finish. But because of the dedication of so many people, we finished Thursday night. And then I got to wake up and graduate from the greatest HBCU in the world, North Carolina Central. University. Yes, for those listening on radio and online, I can see a, an NCCU uh, banner sitting behind Ms. Parker in her office, and she's she's actually in a very uh, uh, joyous and uh, festive mood this morning. She's wearing reindeer antlers as she speaks to me <laughs> on the radio. 2024 will bring your 10th food raiser event. Is the next one set for next spring break? Yes, we will be spring break 2024. I can't believe that next year will be the 10th year of this food raiser. I really can't believe that much time has gone by and the generosity of so many hearts and minds and hands have sustained this long. And I'm grateful because there are lots of families who are depending on this type of support. And I'm grateful that, that so many people see the vision and see the importance in this because we're not there yet where we can stop doing something like this, unfortunately. So March 2024, we'll be ready to go. We started doing spring break in 2018. We started spring break 2018. The more press that the food raiser got, the more organizations wanted to be a part of making sure that spring break happened because someone asked, what's your vision? What's your goal? And spring break. It was my next goal. That was the next thing I wanted to do because I know that's really hard as well. And it happened and it's still happening. Well, so for people listening who want to kick off their new year, maybe by supporting a great cause, are there ways that they could support your food raiser, Bull City Food Raiser? Absolutely. My email address (laughs) is mrsturquoiseparker at gmail. And and there's my my name is pretty easy to remember. It's I know there's there are lots of turquoise Lejeune Parkers in the world. <laughs> but yes, my email address is MRS Turquoise Parker, Mrs. Turquoise Parker at Gmail and happy to send the link to donate. We very important to note that we always prefer to collect monetary donations because we do every single bag the same. Every single bag has the same exact kind of food and the same exact amount of food because we want to make sure that we are as strategic and and fair and as intentional as possible. Speaking of intention, the bags have very, very well thought out 
items. So I chose Mm -hmm. these items as things that I know that can be used no matter the living situation of a particular family. So even if a family is living in a hotel, if wherever they are, if they have a microwave, they can use these foods because all of them can be made without a stove. The only thing that expires right away is the bread, but everything else sustains. And if you're a family at a school that has two or three or four children, that is very, very, very helpful. That bag and those resources help a whole lot, sustain a whole lot of people. Turquoise Parker is a media coordinator at Lakewood Elementary School in Durham, but she's most famous for her incredible work with the Bull City Food Raiser, which is now finishing up its first decade of incredible work in the Durham area. Ms. Parker, thanks so much for your great work for our community. Happy holidays, and um, I'm sure we'll be checking in again in 2024. (laughs) Let's do it. I'll be waiting. Well, that's it for this edition of News and Views. Remember, you can check us out online and subscribe for free to some of our state's best news coverage and political commentary at ncnewsline.com. You can also listen to all of our interviews and commentaries wherever you get your podcasts. For producer Clayton Hinkle, this is Rob Schofield. Happy holidays and thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to News and Views, a weekly look at state news, events, and public policy debates produced by North Carolina Newsline. Visit them online at ncnewsline.com. 